We are here because we are dedicated to helping members of our community build lean, strong bodies and confident, resilient minds. Determined to elevate the lives of working professionals, stay-at-home parents, and anyone who is ready to level up their life. Our invigorating group fitness classes, practical nutrition programs, and authentic coaches help ignite your life. Find a place that believes in you. Find a place that challenges you. Find CrossFit South. All right, welcome to the Southpaw Spotlight, episode 16. We are back with our first returning guest, Kelly Bach, who, no coincidence, she's my wife, uh, live together. So we're recording live and in studio, which happens to be our house. Um, so Kelly, thank you for joining us today. Yes, thanks for having me back again. <laughs> so I thought we, we've we had, uh, I'm intimately familiar with uh, Kelly's journey and also Kelly, but um wanted to dig into a couple things that I think might be relevant to people who either are currently members at our gym or who are interested in getting involved in more of a smaller boutique style um, class setting in fitness. Kelly um, lives up here on Blaine. She works downtown Minneapolis at Alina Health, recently accepted a new job that has some uh, pretty uh, significant demands on her schedule. She's kind of the lady of the house makes dinner for us, a five-year-old son, a cat, ravioli. And um, it's, it's tough to make time in there to, to uh, devote to either yourself or an exercise habit, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, So I wanted to ask Kelly, she's very organized and disciplined with things. And I think the way that she has set this set up and structured her life can really lend uh, some some meaning and some helpful tips to people who are struggling to do that as well. So Kelly, tell us a little bit about your kind of daily routine and how you fit all this stuff together. Oh boy. I know you said we're, we had kind of talked about what we were going to do on the podcast and you were going to throw a little twist in, and I didn't know this is the direction we we're going. This yeah, is cool. Um, so my normal daily routine um. I'm usually up a little after six, depending if I let myself hit snooze once or twice uh, in the morning, you know, it's just getting myself out the door, getting ready for work, depending on the morning. Of course, I have to take care of Ravi, who's really needy in the morning and feeding her. Uh, sometimes it's dropping Clark off at school. Uh, it just depends on the morning. So you just kind of have to roll with the punches on that. But let's back it up a little bit just because I know you. Okay. Let's um, so the night before, what oh. are some things that you do to help set that morning in motion so that when you get up, it's not this chaos of planning what you're going to do, what you're going to wear, all of that stuff. So what, what are some things you do the night before to help set you up for success in the morning? So in the evenings, once I get home from the gym, it's not like my time to come home and sit and relax yet. I, if I know I'm going to the gym the next evening, I pack my gym bag for the next day. So I have what I'm wearing to the gym, my bag it's in the car, it's ready to go. So I don't forget it in the morning. I don't have that excuse. It saves me four minutes in the morning, which is a lot. And, uh, I also like pack my lunch bag. So whatever I prep or plan to have for breakfast, snack, lunch at work, I have that ready, or it's, prepped in the fridge to go in the morning. Oh, what else? Um, yeah. Uh, with Clark making sure like his 
backpack and his snack and lunch are ready to go for the next day. And then I also, because I'm a nerd, but I think more people, maybe more females than not, I lay out my outfit for work the next day. I know a lot of people are still working from home, but I do. It just saves me the thought of, so it's just ready. So Kelly, I think it's, you mentioned some, some really good points there. And at one point you mentioned it saves you four minutes, but I would almost argue that it saves you more than that. Not necessarily just time, but within a given day, uh, a lot of research suggests that we have a a limited amount of decision-making abilities. And especially with a new job that demands a lot of thought and intentionality on your part, making those decisions ahead of time, having these uh, systems and structures in place uh, that you do regularly. The first time you meal prep, it probably takes a while, but after you get in the habit of it, it becomes more routine. And the next day, not only does it save you some time, but it saves you that brain space so that you're able to kind of hit the day on a, on a, you know, hit the day running. Yeah. In the mornings, I wouldn't say I'm not a morning person because I have no issue like getting up in the morning and going. I'm just, I'm not super conversational in the morning. I like, you know, when everything's laid out for me and yeah, it would probably take me twice as long to get myself dressed or pack my gym bag in the morning just because my brain's not going yet. Um, so I just like streamline can get out the door because uh, at work and especially with my new job, you know, I am a very organized person. I love my schedules. I love my lists. You know, I have to manage gym stuff, family stuff, friend stuff, work stuff. Um, and of course, during the week, a lot of my brain power and energy goes into work. So the more thinking I can take out of that outside of work uh, is really helpful. Um, and then, yeah, on a regular day after work, I uh, am up at the gym, um, doing class in the evening. And if there's a few things I can clean up or take care of at the gym, um, then I go home and shower, make dinner and like the process starts all over again. It's great. And I think, um, one thing we, I've been thinking about this weekend and mentioned briefly, but is that motivation, um, doesn't just come, doesn't just happen. Um, And a lot of times what we're finding more and more is that uh, motivation is actually, it's not a psychological phenomenon. It's a, it's a, um, it's related to the structures that you have in place. So it's a structural issue. So if you look forward to doing something, um, the motivation will start to beget itself. So I would imagine after a tumultuous or busy morning, uh, not to mention the eight hours that you spend at work, all of that learning new skills. The last thing you want to do is probably go move around a bunch and delay getting home and getting things done. So how, what about going to either CrossFit Southpaw, CrossFit in general, or the gym, uh, have you found that, um, helps enable you to get that process done? I mean, it's kind of like a chicken before the egg or type thing where it's such a part of my habit and routine now that I just feel weird without it. Um, Sometimes I do like to give myself a little break, you know, maybe one night a week I'll come straight home from work just because, you know, I'm getting groceries delivered or, you know, I want to get a little laundry done or I just need a little bit of a break. But even then I'm like, Oh, I just want to do a quick workout at home. I just need that. But the benefit of actually going to the gym is a, 
it just totally takes the thinking out of it for me. The class is programmed, the coach is there to lead me through it. I uh, don't have to self-manage myself or like force myself to work out for 20 minutes. I want to be in class. I have friends there. I have the motivation. I have a good coach. I have someone, you know, who cares about me and, you know, my movement quality and making sure I have a good workout. And it's just CrossFit's been such a good buffer for me. There was a while when I had to go to classes in the morning, which wasn't my favorite. And I know it's for some people, it's just not for me, but I really appreciate in the morning or not, no, after work in the afternoon, the buffer between work and coming home and just kind of getting that pent up energy out just in a way, not really having to like think for an hour. And it, it's just, it's a good transition for me into my evening. So prior to starting CrossFit, and I think this is uh, similar for a lot of people. I know it was for me and still is true is, um, we talked about the capacity to make decisions. And if you do want to get in shape, you want to improve your quality of life, uh, help establish a more robust identity. Uh, it takes a lot of decision-making. What workout am I going to do today? What plan am I going to follow? Uh, how am I going to get through it? How much rest should I do rest to work ratio? What type of movement should I be doing to really hit the goals that I want? Oftentimes people don't really know the answers to those questions, but they can kind of fake it till they make it. And we see frequently is that they fall off the wagon. So just like Kelly sets up her systems in the morning, uh, or even the night before to set her up for success. Uh, I think offloading those decisions uh, can, it's a, a collaborative effort that A, helps me get motivation and B, helps just kind of take that and offload it from your mind. It's like the analogy we've talked about on this podcast before, all the tabs that are open in your mind, just like my browser window, right? If you can close some of those down, it just helps alleviate that. And all of a sudden, something that's healthy, that's good for you, that you know you should do becomes more of a natural and easier part of your lifestyle. Is there anything, um, this is kind of a, a general conversation specifically about Southpaw. Is there anything that you've noticed um, based on your experience in the fitness industry about the community or culture at Southpaw that, um, that attracts you to it? I kind of have two different thoughts on this. First is, uh, you know, when you, I think with CrossFit and of course, I feel like with Southpaw, like you get what you pay for. And I think Southpaw is something really special. I think you, you could pay whatever it is, like the $25 a month and go to the global gym down the street and you're never going to make any friends. The odds of an actual coach coming up and helping you with your form or, you know, giving you positive reinforcement in your workout or giving you workouts at all isn't going to happen. And I just feel at Southpaw, all the coaches that are there, a want to be there, they're talented and they're trained and they care about me personally and getting to know everyone in class. Um, and then on the other side of it with the members, um, this actually, this was just last week. So, um, no one else's fault, but my own, but I have a little bit of a knee injury right now that I waited too long and now I'm paying the price, but it's going to be fine. I'm doing PT and rehabbing it and, 
you know, the coaches, again, they know me, so they're aware of my situation um, and helping me modify everything and I can still get great workouts in. But um, the other night when I walked into the gym, it, I think it was, um, yeah, yeah, it just had been a long day of training at work and then I was going to PT, so I wasn't actually doing class. I was just going in for like 40 minutes so I could get in a quick workout. And I was a little on edge. So you, were, you were using the 24 hour access. That we yes. Had yeah. So we also have 24 hour access. <laughs> you can come in at midnight, 4am, you know, whenever you feel like it just to get a workout in. Um, so I, I got there at like a little before 5pm. I didn't have enough time to wait for the 530 class. I had PT at six. So I was like, okay, I'll just go in and do my own thing. And as soon as I walked in the door, um, there were two members in the back room who instantly, you know, greeted me by my name. Hey, Kelly, how's it going? Like, and I know they genuinely care, like how my day was, you know, we make small talk and chit chat for a minute. And then, uh, and again, this was kind of a day where I was just a little stressed out and feeling on edge. And so I just wanted to get into the bathroom and change so I could start my workout. But before I could, then another member ran into me and was like, oh, Kelly, how are you doing? Um, you know, did you start your PT yet? Like, how is your new job going? And so then I started feeling like kind of funny. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of annoyed, but this is great that all these people here want to talk to me and are concerned about me, want to, they know about my new job. Um, and then after that, uh, I think, oh yeah, the, I, once I had changed, I was in the back room. Um, another member came in and she was like, how's your PT going? Like, how are you doing? Wanted to check on me. Uh, and then another member who so graciously offered to help me with something on my car, he, you know, another part of the wonderful community that we have, everyone's helping each other. And then he popped in the back room. He's like, Oh, there you are. I was wondering where you are. So it's another thing. Members are like expecting to see you there. And when they can't find you, they go looking for you, or they're going to text you or call you. And then also the coach of the class was like, Oh, you're just doing your own thing today and set a class. And so then again, I was like, Oh, I'm doing my PT. So it was like literally within a 20 minute period, I had like eight or nine people asking me either about my job, asking me about my workout, asking me about my PT. It's like these people know you and they want you to be there and they care about you. And I just, I've never gotten that feeling anywhere else where people genuinely it's, you know, not everyone's best friends, but it just, we have so many great friends and great people that are at Southpaw. Well, you hit a, a lot of good points. And I think talking about motivation and also accountability, just having that group of people who you're connected with, who help, uh, bring you in when you feel like you're slipping to the outside, they bring you back in and then you do that to other people. And it's a symbiotic relationship. And as we mature, we go from, uh, you know, as we're young as stages of total dependence to, uh, being more independent as we reach our teenage years. Uh, some of us feel like that's the, the final frontier, but I believe there's another, um, area as we grow and that's realizing that we do more, uh, we enhance ourselves and we enhance other people when we do it together. It's that symbiotic interdependence that we can find. And that's a, a unique story. It's, it's tempted to, you know, I'll do the same thing. You know, people want to talk and it's great. They want to talk, but I want to get my workout in. But in reality, those are the same things that pull me back to that place. So for someone who's struggling to work out, struggling to find motivation, struggling to find accountability, like, Who's going to know if you don't work out today, if you just sit there on your couch, probably no one. 
But if you do belong to a place where people know your name, you know, you're paying for a, a good value people can check in on you, can see how you're doing. You're part of this community where there's events going on and it's really easy to plug yourself back in. It's almost easier to plug back in than to pull the plug out, which I think is a very unique um, quality of either Southpaw or, or many CrossFit gyms. And I think I should say in that whole story, you know, I left and I just, you know, had the warm fuzzies in my heart that, yeah, I was feeling like a little stressed out that day and a little down about my knee and having to go to PT, but it just makes me so grateful for what we have and um, what's been built at Southpaw. And um, even just me talking about like, oh, my schedule every day, like work, gym, like cooking dinner, got to get ready. And, you know, the cat getting Clark ready to go. And it's not like, oh, this is a drag. Like life is really good. It's just, you have to find a way to fit it all in. Somehow we're given 24 hours in a day and you get to choose what to do. And um, I'm really blessed with all the things that I have and that I get to do and the job that I have and the family that I have. And yeah, you have to keep it so where you don't in my husband. I said family, didn't I? I? I'm yeah. sorry, but of course my husband more than anything else. <laughs> uh, but you only, you know, have a set amount of time every day and you just have to find a way to make it work. And there's so many people at the gym who are in the same positions, the teachers, the police officers, the people that own their own businesses, there's stay-at-home moms, like every profession that there is, doctors. And everyone is under a lot of stress and extra pressure right now with COVID and working from home and kids, are they in school this week? Are they not in school this week? And so we all have our extra pressures right now. And the gym is just kind of the place where just that beautiful hour that is all about you. And there's a coach that's going to lead you through it. Or if it's, like I said, if you're working, you know, weird hours or you just, can't sleep because the baby's been up and you say to your husband or wife, like, I just need 45 minutes to myself, like go up to the gym, like let yourself in the lights. You can turn them on and turn on the music and do what you got to do. So it's this two things to take away from that, that I think are, are awesome that Kelly just shared. One is that everybody it leads a busy life for the, the vast majority of people lead very busy lives. And it's tough to add anything into that. And I would venture to say that hundred percent of the people that you ask, would it be better to exercise or not to exercise a hundred percent of people know in, in their minds that it's good to exercise, but it's very different when you try to implement that. And that's, that could be across the board in many, uh, many other um, activities that we do during a day. We know what's good for us. It's another thing to actually do that. So how do we set up systems that, uh, that help keep us in place um, and, and, and help keep us accountable for that? I was going to add on what you were just saying is I, and I think a lot of people, and again, I'll say females, but I know there's men out there. There it can be lots of different people um, that thrive off of um, the more they have on their plate. And I love time blocking because I think if I had the entire day and all I had to do was go to work and come home, I could get a whole bunch of nothing done all day. But when it's that, you know, I have other people that are counting on me. I have the gym. I have PT. I know tomorrow night I'm having dinner with a friend. Okay. I have to get a load of laundry done. Like I can do all the things I can do 
so much when it's, I'm uh, motivated. Parkinson's law states that the amount of work or the amount of time an activity will take expands to meet the amount of time that you have for it. Right. So I know when COVID hit, I was looking at different cleaning solutions for the gym. I would literally spend like not exaggerating like 10 hours. I remember one day that I was researching different cleaning chemicals and really I came down to like one of the first two or three that I had looked at, but I just, I was so neck deep into it. And, uh, so if you just set an intentionality, you put it on your calendar that, Hey, I'm going to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, maybe on Saturday, right. Put it in your calendar ahead of time and you make it work. And it does happen. The second thing I, I wanted to mention earlier, and I just remembered is that, um, taking an hour of the day for you, it, it's very, it's not going to a spa and getting your nails done, your back rub though. There's, I'm sure there's a time and place for that. This is an hour a day that you confront uh, a self-imposed challenge that, you know, makes you come out more robust and stronger on the other side, the, the mental shift, uh, while it's tough to measure, it's more subjective, um, is significant as well. It allows you to show up and confront other things that are going on in your life, job promotions, uh, uh, relationship issues, friends, family car breaking down. How do I find a solution? There's not just one way. You got to keep looking, keep knocking. And the more you can expose yourself voluntarily to the, these, these um, external challenges, the more you learn to overcome them and you get creative about how you can do it. None of us are perfect at it. There's workouts we're going to struggle with. There's situations in life we're going to struggle with. But if you constantly present yourself with that challenge and put yourself into that, you you become badass, right? Like you, you grow and, and you develop into a person who is robust, who, who looks for challenge and who gets ahead. And those are the leaders in our communities, in our lives, and the people that we aspire to be more like. So uh, Kelly, thanks so much for coming on. Any final words today? Um, just one last little story and yeah. I'll be done. But it, um, when you were talking about how, you know, you just find a way to get it all done and you make that hour a day right before the holidays, there was a week at work, like I worked downtown and my plates had gotten stolen off of my vehicle and whatever that turned into its own situation. But then the following week I got a flat tire on my car in the parking ramp. And I just, you know, I had my work bag and my purse and I walk out and I just, stood in the parking ramp and saw my car with a completely fat tire. And I was like, Nope, not doing this. And as I turned around, walked back in the building, I grabbed my gym bag and I called an Uber and the Uber, I had the Uber bring me straight to the gym. I was like, I'm not missing the gym because of this. I'm like, I'll deal with my car tomorrow, which we did. But it's just like, you know, you have it in your head and you're like, no, this is my plan today. Like I'm going to the gym, I'm going to make it happen. And I know that's kind of an extreme case, but just when you're committed to something and you care a lot about it, it's just like, make it happen. Yeah. When you want something bad enough, you, you find a way to make it happen. So I think it's a great, great note to end on. Kel, thanks for being on our podcast. I love you. And we'll see you soon. Love you. <laughs>